Welcome to this episode of the Contend Podcast, a podcast dedicated to encouraging Christians to contend for the faith delivered to the saints. Here's your host, Sam Geckler. Hey everyone, thank you for joining me for this episode of the Contend Podcast. As you just heard, I'm your host, Sam Geckler, and I'm looking forward to this episode. I've been talking about some news that we have uh, coming up, some exciting things coming up, and this next week, uh, this next coming week, if you're listening to this on Friday, uh, coming in the next week before the next podcast is out, those things will be it's starting to come together. You'll be hearing some announcements about those on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and some <clears throat> different places such as that. I'm excited about this episode. We're going to be finishing up our uh, uh, daily walk through James, or as I was saying last week, our, our daily, I guess it would be a daily week, or a weekly walk rather. That didn't make sense through the book of James, and, uh, and uh, we're going to be finishing it up, that up today. I have a little bit of news to talk about just to uh, kind of an, an encouragement for us or a challenge rather, and then we get, we're going to look at a hymn as we've been doing. Uh, so let's just jump uh, right into the news. Uh, this past Tuesday, we had the State of the Union address for 2020, which I really think has to do with 2019, but nonetheless. Um, and as you know, we don't venture into politics uh, too often. On the podcast, and this isn't really a, a venture into politics so much, but uh, towards the end of his speech, President Trump was listing off the uh, many great names that we all recognize in American history, uh, great generals and leaders and, and people who were uh, made an impact um, in this country. And this country is also not only a, a place where we can remember leaders um, in America, but also leaders of Christian faith as well. Think of people like uh, Jack Hiles and Curtis Hudson, Lee Robertson, uh, John R. Rice, uh, Bob Jones Sr., men of uh, renown, really, when you think about them in a Christian light and in a, a light of people who stood for the faith. And, and I think as we uh, try to contend for the faith, we need to realize that there are those who came before us who did pave the way so that we could uh, contend for the faith. They they laid the the groundwork, so to speak, and kind of showed us the the ropes, uh, if you will, have ways we can contend for the faith. And and uh, as I read part of the president's speech and got to listen to part of it, and if you haven't listened to it, I would encourage you to do that. You can find it on YouTube or uh, really any news outlet has a transcript of it or a video of it. But nonetheless, um, as I went through this, I couldn't help think of. Uh, those men and, and women who did uh, pave the way for America to be the country it is, but also of the men and women who paved the way for us as Christians to contend for the faith the way that we're able to uh, today because of their sacrifices and, and things of that nature. And America is a, a great country, uh, not just because of the the Americanness, the patriotic ness, the the patriotism, I guess would be the the word, but not just because of that, but because of the the religious freedoms that we have, and and I. I hope that uh, maybe if you think of it in that light, uh, not in a in a political sense so much. As I said, I don't venture into it too much, and we may uh, a little more uh, here in the future, but uh, not in a political sense. But think of it as uh, we living in America, regardless of our political affiliation, no matter what we think of the president, no matter what, because we live in America, we have the, the freedom to uh, contend for the faith. We have the freedom to try to go forward and do something for Christ, to go to church, to possess copies of his word, to uh, pray openly, whatever the case may be. We, we have those 
freedoms because of uh, the the great American men and women and the great leaders of the the Christian faith that have come before us. So uh, that's it as far as the news. Not really a a big news article or anything brought to light, nothing we didn't already know, but just a little bit of an encouragement. Uh, We're going to look at uh, another hymn, the history behind it, uh, once again, as we have the past couple weeks. Uh, This week we're looking at the song All the Way My Savior Leads Me by uh, Fanny Crosby, probably one of the most uh, prolific songwriters of of the previous several generations. Really, it's done so much uh, for uh, hymn writing. Most of the songs we sing in, in church have some sort of influence, whether she wrote it or someone was inspired by something she wrote or her style or whatever it may be, but someone who's very influential. But uh, the verses that go along with this is Philippians 4, Uh, Verse 6 through 23 and verse 19 is quoted here, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Those who knew Fanny Crosby may have heard her many times over greet her friends with God bless your dear soul. Even though she was blind from six weeks old on, she lived a life of cheerfulness. When she declared that, on the whole, it had been good that she had been born, or she had been blind. Of the loss of her sight, she said that she felt the Lord didn't order it, but could see why he permitted it to happen. A favorite text was, What I do thou knowest not, but thou shalt know uh, hereafter. She often quoted, His purposes will ripen fast, unfolding every hour. The bud may ha- have a bitter taste, but sweet will be the flower. Uh, by her 80 or 94th year, rather, she had written eight thousand christian songs and hymns and had scattered sunshine and happiness wherever she went on one occasion she needed a small amount of cash not having time to contact her publishers to ask for an advance she knelt in prayer asking god to supply her need then uh, she arose and began to walk back and forth in her room trying to get into a mood to write another hymn Uh, she was under contract with her publishers to write three hymns each week suddenly a knock at the door uh, she greeted her vis- visitor with her usual "God bless your dear soul." After a minute, uh, after a few minutes of visiting, the guest arose and started to leave. In bidding her goodbye, he shook her hand and left in it the exact exact amount that she needed. Immediately, she knelt again. This time, uh, thanking God for answering her prayer, she arose, her heart bubbling with joy, and was inspired to write, "All the way, my Savior leads me." The first stanza reads, All the way my Savior leads me, what have I to ask beside? Can I doubt his tender mercy, who through life has been my guide? Heavenly peace, divinest comfort, here by faith in him to dwell. For I know whate'er befall me, Jesus doeth all things well. Um, A little application or reflection is, God knows our needs and will supply them if we trust him. He sends the times of want so that we may enjoy the times of plenty. He sends the clouds so that we can be better appreciate the sunshine he sends us into the valley so we may recognize his mountain peaks of rich blessing it's one of a a song that i I really do enjoy i enjoy singing it. i enjoy leading it uh, for congregational singing and uh, what a great song it is so uh, with the news out of the way the history behind the song uh, out of the way let's jump into our last lesson in the Daily Walk Through James series, looking at James chapter 5, verses 13 through 20. So today on our Daily Walk Through James, as I just said, we're looking at James chapter 5, verses 13 through 20. I want to just uh, quickly 
uh, read one verse or just the end of a verse, really the end of verse number 16. We're talking about prayer, um, a fitting way to end, a, a very important subject. The end of verse 16 of James 5, it says, The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. We come to the end of this uh, series on uh, daily walk through James, and I want to um, encourage you uh, to maybe pick a uh, topic or a book of the Bible to do a study on, uh, just like this one that we've kind of been wa- walking through. It can even be uh, the book of James if you want, and you can kind of uh, use this as a guide if you want and, and kind of delve into it and even dig some more things up. Uh, but James ends this uh, his short book talking about prayer. Uh, prayer is a subject in which many Christians um, don't fully use for sure. Before I even uh, say any more, let me encourage you to to listen to a couple uh, messages that have been preached at uh, our at at my church. Uh, one by me and a couple by uh, my dad, the pastor. I, I have them linked in the show notes. So if you click the show notes and then you can uh, get uh, the the outline for this devotion. I have three uh, three messages linked here, one called Requests Granted, one called Availing Prayer, and one uh, Four Steps to Availing Prayer. So you can listen to those. Um, I think that'll help a a little bit uh, with this idea of prayer. But prayer is a very useful and necessary tool in our toolbox as Christians, yet many uh, don't use it to its fullest potential, and probably I would say even more don't even use it to the slightest amount of its potential. I'm afraid that in the Christian life we're if we were graded on uh, our prayer life, many of us would fail the test. Um, notice what God's word says. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. My question to you uh, today as you're listening to this is simple. Uh, is your prayer life availing? Uh, do we have fervency in our prayers? Are we living a righteous life uh, that God talks about in order to get his attention and have this availing prayer life? I came across this outline that I think will help us if we think about it and apply uh, these uh, four different things to our lives, uh, our prayer lives. It is first we see the intentions of prayer. That's to pray for an answer. We see the intensity of prayer, to pray with assertion, not because we think uh, God owes it to us, but because we are called the children of God. God tells us in Hebrews, let us come boldly under the throne of grace. So we see the intentions, the intensity, the integrity of prayer, to pray with authority. Uh, I think that uh, points right back to the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man. We need to make sure that we're living a life of integrity so that we can pray with authority. And then we see the incentive of prayer. The incentive of prayer is to wait for the answer. We're praying for an answer. We want something from God, and the incentive is that we wait for it. So we need to apply these things uh, to our prayer life, the uh, intentions, the intensity, the integrity, the incentive, the different facets that we see of our prayer life. And we can see these weaved throughout Scripture. Uh, we can see it weaved throughout history, too, from men like Jabez and Elijah, uh, Elijah and Elisha to Paul and Peter to George Mueller and David Livingston. Prayer has been uh, vitally important to each of these men. 
Don't let the torch of prayer slip from our generation. We need to be people who uh, pray and we need to pass that that uh, that torch of prayer and that, that power of prayer down to the next generation. So we need to hold the importance of prayer highly in our lives as we contend for the faith delivered to the saints. Prayer is something that is important as we contend for the faith. We need God's power. We need God's uh, hand upon us. We need His Holy Spirit. So as we contend for the faith, let's make sure that we're putting a very high emphasis on prayer. Hope you enjoyed um, our walk through the book of James. I know we took 10 weeks for it. I think we even had a couple interruptions in there for uh, maybe Thanksgiving. I'm not sure, uh, but but we've gotten to the end of the book of James. I'm looking forward. Um, as I said in the beginning, we have some cool things coming for Contend, um, some new merchandise and t-shirts and things of that nature, um, some really cool things I'm looking forward to announcing and sharing with you guys next week. Um, and that leads me to say, if you're not following uh, the Contend Podcast or Contend Publications on Instagram or Facebook, do that. Uh, take a minute and do that. You won't be uh, disappointed if you do that. And if you're not friends with me on Facebook, you don't follow me on Instagram, do that too because I post most of this stuff on my personal page um, even before I post it on the Contend pages. So you won't want to miss what's coming up for Contend. Um, I'm excited about it. I know I've been talking about it for about three weeks now. But this coming week is when you will know what's going on. So uh, we're excited about it. I hope that you will uh, be as excited about it as I am. And uh, share the podcast with a friend maybe. Let them know what we're doing here. Uh, We're posting every Friday now. I know uh, last year we were hit and miss. It was almost a year in between uh, podcasts, but we're posting regularly, so share it with a friend. We're trying to build the audience a little bit and hoping that some of these new things that we're going to be doing will do that as well. I just also want to let you know that this episode was brought to you by the book Jurisdiction, Three Institutions Ordained by God by Dr. Don Porter, uh, just recently published by Contend Publications. You can pick up your copy at contendpublications.com for a hard copy, or you can get a copy on Amazon for your Kindle devices or Amazon devices and then iBooks or Apple Books. I'm not exactly sure what they're calling it now, but uh, you can get it there for your Apple devices as well. If you have any topic suggestions or any comments, any questions, uh, please feel free to email me at contendpodcast at gmail.com. That's contendpodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to any topic suggestions you have or answering any questions or comments you may have. And I hope that by reading the blog posts on samgeckler.com and listening to the Contend Podcast, you and I can both better contend for the faith delivered to the saints.